This is the Drum Corps Planet Podcast. Episode 5, for Wednesday, November 8th, 2023. Hello everyone and welcome to the Drum Corps Planet Podcast. My name is Kevin Gammon. I am the managing news editor of drumcorpplanet.com. We are the only independent news and discussion site for the Drum Corps activity on the internet. And I welcome you to episode 5 of this podcast. Here's how it works. If you have any news or submissions that you would like to have on the Drum Corps Planet website and on the podcast, please submit them to press at dcpnews.com. If you have any commentary that you would like to send in, please submit that to editor at dcpnews.com. If you would like to leave a voicemail, which I may play on the podcast, please call 330-249-1956. Leave a message up to two minutes in length, and I will take a listen to it and possibly play it on here as well. Now that you know your part, Let's get to mine. We open with two featured news articles which have been submitted from Doreen Sandor and the New York Skyliners. In the first, the New York Skyliners have announced a new director. The board of directors of the New York Skyliners, Incorporated, are pleased to announce that Joshua Delanuez has accepted the director position of the Skyliners as they plan for the 2024 DCI All-Age inaugural season. Josh began his career with the Skyliners in 2000 and has served as both a marching member and as assistant director. Harry Eldridge Jr. will continue in his role of assistant director. In accepting this position, Joshua wrote, The Skyliners have been very close to my heart ever since my rookie year, and it is a privilege to have the opportunity to be in service to the membership going into this new era. Josh takes the reins from Jeff Crawford, who is retiring from the organization after serving five years as director. Many thanks to the Crawfords for their hard work and dedication. Our next featured news article from the New York Skyliners is about their 2024 open house. Come perform with the New York Skyliners in 2024 for the DCI All-Age inaugural season. Joshua Delanuez, director of the New York Skyliners Drum and Bugle Corps, is excited to announce the Corps' 2024 open house. The New York Skyliners, Skyliners open house will take place on Saturday, November 18th, 2023, from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m., and Sunday, November 19th, 2023, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. The location is the Owego Free Academy at 3 Sheldon Guile Boulevard in Owego, New York, 13827. To register for the open house, go to the New York Skyliners website and click on the interest form. If you have any questions, email info at skylinersdbc.org. We'd like to thank Doreen and the New York Skyliners for once again for submitting those articles to us. And you can check out those articles on the Drum Corps Planet website. You'll see them on the front page in the featured news billboard. We now move into our DCI World segment of our news program. First, we have a statement from the Phantom Regiment's leadership team. The leadership team of Phantom Regiment would like to formally address our alumni, donors, members, 
family, and friends regarding our plans for the 2024 season. Our community, characterized by its intimacy and mutual support, feels the impact when any member organization takes a pause from our activity. With the exception of the necessary cancellation of performances in 2020 due to the COVID-19 pandemic and a single occurrence in the mid-1960s, the Phantom Regiment Drum Corps has consistently taken the field every year since its inception in 1956. Throughout this journey, we have faced formidable challenges and tough decisions, often relying on the generosity of dedicated individuals to ensure the continuity of our programs. Regardless of the challenges of the past, Phantom Regiment is in good financial standing and will confidently be taking the field in 2024. Our next item comes from the Mandarins. The Mandarins Brass Staff is announced for 2024. We continue our staff announcements with our 2024 Brass Staff, an incredible group of educators with many familiar faces and some new faces. We are excited to welcome Travis Higgins and Sarah Paridas to the team. Check out our full staff bios at mandarins.org and register for auditions today. Spirit of Atlanta Drum and Bugle Corps is proud to unveil its March to 100,000K, excuse me, March to 100K year-end fundraising campaign, an ambitious initiative designed to tackle pressing financial challenges and assure a thriving future for the organization. With a target of raising $100,000 by the close of 2023, this campaign is poised to fortify Spirit of Atlanta's legacy and provide vital support to young, gifted musicians. Also from Spirit of Atlanta, securing a coveted spot with the Spirit of Atlanta Drum and Bugle Corps is no easy feat. We attract the brightest and most talented musicians who aspire to perform at the highest levels of the Drum Corps world. But, as you're an ambitious individual, you already know that the best opportunities come to those who prepare. Let's jump into the top 10 things you can do to make sure you not only stand out, but max out your audition. You can read those top 10 things you can do to max out your drum corps audition on the Spirit of Atlanta website via Drum Corps Planet. Music City has launched a recurring gift campaign. Donations to Music City allow the organization to continue fulfilling the mission of providing accessible and experiential education in music and visual arts to young people through programming emphasizing camaraderie, well-being, and leadership development. Recurring donations are a great way for you to give to Music City each month, all year, and help provide sustainability between our peak giving seasons, said Mike Webb, Executive Director of Music City Youth Associates. I uh, don't know, well, MCYA. I don't know that that last letter is. Sorry. It allows us to continue our vision of positively transforming young people's lives. It's also time to meet our percussion staff for the Year of the Dragon. This is for the Mandarins, who have announced their percussion staff for 2024. With our battery staff, front ensemble staff, and percussion consultants fully announced, check out our complete staff bios at mandarins.org. The Blue Stars Performing Arts for Youth Incorporated will hold its annual general membership meeting on Sunday, November 26, 2023 at 6 p.m. Central via Zoom. All individuals interested in the Blue Stars Performing Arts for Youth Incorporated are encouraged to attend. Everyone is welcome, including parents of auditioning students, current parents, alumni, family, and friends. 
Inspire Arts and Music, the parent company of the Boston Crusaders, announced the promotion of Chris Holland to CEO during last month's annual board meeting. Chris Holland has served as Chief Operating Officer and Executive Director of Inspire Arts and Music and the Boston Crusaders since 2015. Under Holland's leadership as COO, the Inspire Arts and Music programs, including the Boston Crusaders, have become a local name in music education and a national contender in Drum Corps International. During his tenure, Holland was a key driver in the Corps' recent competitive success, helping raise the Corps a historic 10 positions over the last seven years. Holland played a crucial role in Drum Corps International's pandemic recovery and returned to competition by serving as the DCI board chair as well as a committee seat on the tour reopening task force. In 2021, he is recognized as DCI's Director of the Year, receiving the Dr. Bernard Baggs Leadership Award. All while at home, Inspire Arts and Music has flourished with new programming, new performance opportunities, and an increased presence in the Hyde Park community. Another article from the Spirit of Atlanta. The world of drum corps is a high-performance activity that demands not only musical proficiency, but also dedication, discipline, and an unwavering passion for the art form. As a parent, you play a pivotal role in guiding and supporting your young musicians as they prepare for one of the most critical performances of their life, the audition. To help you in this journey, we've put together a comprehensive list of tips designed to maximize your child's chances of nailing their audition. Want to read those tips? Go to spiritofatlanta.org and uh, look up five tips to help your kid make the most of their drum corps audition. Good. Also go to our website, Drum Corps Planet, and click on the link to go to that article that way too. More from Spirit of Atlanta. Becoming a member of the Spirit of Atlanta is an endeavor that transcends musical development. It's an immersive experience that fosters personal growth and community. For parents and prospective members intrigued by this incredible journey, knowing the nuances of the audition process can offer invaluable insights. In this comprehensive guide, we will delineate the multi-phased approach Spirit of Atlanta employs, helping you anticipate what lies ahead and how best to prepare for each step. You can read about demystifying the audition process at Spirit of Atlanta on the Spirit of Atlanta website via Drum Corps Planet. The Blue Stars will be holding an inf informational webinar for all prospective members and their parents and guardians on Monday, November 13th at 8 p.m. Central. This Zoom session will introduce you to the Blue Stars organization and provide information about the 2024 season. More from the Blue Stars, and this is a big one to me. The Blue Stars are hosting an experience on audition event in Tokyo, Japan, at the Nishimachi International School on Saturday, December 16th, 2023. This event is in conjunction with the Drum Corp Japan Championships. Brass and drumline attendees may register for a full camp experience, instruction and audition, an instruction-only experience, or an audition-only. Front ensemble and attendees will be provided an opportunity to audition only. More information about that opportunity is available at the Blue Stars website and you can reach there from Drum Corps Planet. The Mandarins are pleased to announce that a generous supporter who wishes to remain anonymous has committed to match up to $100,000 in donations through the end of the year to support the organization's 2024 competitive season. With this, the Mandarins are launching the Year of the Dragon Kickstarter fundraising campaign starting immediately with a goal of raising over $100,000. So, over $200,000 with that match from Mandarin supporters, more affectionately known as Fandarins, 
before December 31st, 2023. Is that like Hannibal fans or fanables, I suppose? It works. The Academy is pleased to welcome the brass staff members of our educational team for 2024. Under the new leadership of caption head Michael Weber and assistant caption heads Christian Arteja and Joe Smith, the staff brings a wealth of knowledge, passion, and excitement to the members of the brass section. Returning to the team as brass educational and design consultant is Ryden Adams, Adamson's. Apologies for the mispronunciation. View the complete bios at theacademy.org slash brass. And finally, in DCI World Class, another announcement from the Academy. The Academy Drum and Bugle Corps, a world-renowned organization dedicated to fostering excellence in music and the performing arts, is thrilled to announce the appointment of Mr. Josh Thai, or Thai, I'm not sure which, as its new core director, effective immediately. It's spelled T-H-Y-E. So... Uh, hopefully we'll find out how that's pronounced soon. I'm going to go with Mr. Ty for now. Mr. Ty brings a wealth of experience and a stellar background in music education, leadership, and community engagement to his new role. He currently serves as the coordinator of fine and performing arts for the Tempe Union High School District in Arizona. With his impressive educational achievements, including a Bachelor of Music and Music Education from the University of Arizona, a Master's Degree in Administration from the University of Phoenix, and a Master's Degree in instrumental conducting from the American Band College of Sam Houston State University, Mr. Ty is well-equipped to lead the Academy to new heights. We now move into our DCI Open Class segment of our program. There's only one article for this class, this episode, and it comes from Blue Devil C. Since 1980, the Blue Devil C Corps has been helping young performers ages 8 to 15 jumpstart their journey into the marching arts. It's the perfect introduction for beginner percussion, brass, and color guard students in Northern California who are getting started in their performance career. No experience necessary. Plus, getting involved with BDC is a great way for students to make friends and develop personal character through social activities that promote the values of dedication, hard work, and team effort. Come experience the fun for yourself. And you can read more about that on the Blue Devils website, and you can access that from Drum Corps Planet. This now brings us into our DCI All Age segment. And again, we only have one article here, although the featured news segment had two from the New York Skylanders. This one's from the Hawthorne Caballeros, who are announcing their 2024 caption heads. From the article, we're incredibly excited to share our caption heads for the 2024 season. These include Joshua Jenkins as the brass caption head, Michelle Perino as the visual caption head, Brianna C. as the color guard caption head, Kirby Marino as the battery coordinator, Mark Monaghan as the percussion caption head, and Matt Blood as the front ensemble coordinator. All that information and more can be found on the Hawthorne Caballeros website, accessible through Drum Corps Planet. This brings us into our international portion of our show. Again, one article. This is from the British Youth Band Association. The 51st AGM will be held on Saturday, January 27th, 2024, at a venue to be confirmed in the Midlands. The exact time is also to be confirmed, but will be in the afternoon. Further information and details will be circulated in due course, but please note the date in your diary. The meeting is open to all, but only members will be eligible to vote. Members will be required to renew their membership for 2024 before the date of the meeting. More information about the 51st BYBA AGM, or BIBA as I've heard it called, can be found on their website, 
byba.online, and you can get there from Drum Corps Planet. And we have two articles regarding indoor that have come from our Drum Corps organizations. The first one is from the Cavaliers, specifically from Chromium Winds. With a new season nearly underway, Chromium Winds is thrilled to elevate Bobby Bonslater to the position of director and program coordinator this season. Residing in the greater Chicago area, Bonslater is an instrumental learning assistant at Chicago State University in Chicago, and he is the percussion instructor and program coordinator at Maine West High School in Des Plaines. Bonslater also creates and offers specialized school performing arts academies to expose young inner-city students to instrumental, choral, technology, and general music to better prepare them to be productive members of high school and college programs, as well as their community ensembles. He has taught several DCI, DCA, and WGI groups, including the Racing Scouts, Americanos, East Coast Jazz, Madison Scouts, Kilties, Chops, Governors, Pacific Crest, Americanos Indoor, Pioneer, Pioneer Indoor, Chops Indoor Percussion, Egan High School, and Phoenix Drumline. He is currently a director and program coordinator at the Sunrisers Drum and Bugle Corps of Long Island, New York. You can read more about Bobby Blonde Slater and his new uh, position as director of Chromium Wims at the Chromium Wims uh, slash Cavaliers website, cavaliers.org, which you can access via Drum Corps Planet. The Blue Knights Percussion Ensemble is welcoming a new music coordinator and sound designer. John is a highly sought-after educator, arranger, and adjudicator, boasting a rich history of marching, teaching, and arranging for some of the most renowned groups across all levels of the activity. The Blue Knights Percussion Ensemble eagerly anticipates the infusion of John's expertise, experience, creativity, and unique sound into our ensemble's 2024 production. You can read John's full biography, and as John Zuniga, by the way, on the website for the Blue Knights. With John joining the team, Pete Lucero, program coordinator, notes, John brings a wealth of experience and creativity to the Blue Knights Percussion Ensemble design team. I've been working with him for a little over a decade now, and I'm always impressed by how he's able to find a way to improve upon every idea I throw at him, while at the same time, bringing his own fresh ideas to the table. I'm extremely eager and excited to see what he's able to do as a music coordinator and sound designer for the ensemble. Once again, you can read about... Um, John Zuniga at AscendPerformingArts.org and you can access this article via DrumCorpPlanet.com We now move into our top discussions. These are the discussions on the Corps Planet website that have garnered the most traffic basically. I'm not I'm talking about views, I'm talking about replies. So the most discussion really. Um, oh, and, and usually it's over the past week but since it's been a couple weeks since my last episode this is the past couple couple uh, days worth or a couple weeks worth the largest one by far was actually released um, yesterday uh, posted by fossil chops the title is the cadets are being sued by a former member for alleged sexual abuse in the 80s uh, the tldr lynn westerfield is suing the cadets yea and 10 other unnamed defendants over alleged child sexual abuse during the 1982-83 seasons by staff member steve vaught the docket link and the amended complaint links are both available in the post. Furthermore, this lawsuit was filed against the cadets back on September 1st, 2020, so it's been in the works for three years now. I'd imagine it's only now coming to light because the cadets' board of directors has sat on it for the duration of the pandemic.
Currently, it appears the court has a case set to go to arbitration in December. However, there have been motions filed to bring the case before mediation in front of the judge by the plaintiffs and the cadets. This is speculation entirely on my part, that is fossil chops, but if you want an explanation for why the cadets were idle for 2024, the enormous legal fees from this case are likely why. Discussion number two, titled, Where is the Love? This is posted on November 2nd and by member Gantang, G-A-N-T-A-N-G, from the original post. It's been three weeks since the GoFundMe for the cadets was started. The ask was for $50,000, but as of now, only $905 has been donated by 16 donors. How do you interpret this? Are people donating directly to the core? Are people looking at their bank statements and seeing a balance that gives them nothing to spare? Has the IRS standard deduction disincentivized charitable donations? Are people holding a grudge against the core for Hopkins sins? I know this platform isn't as popular as it once was, but I have to believe that the link to the donation page has been shared in other media besides DCP. If the most ardent Jump Corps supporters aren't opening their wallets, who will? Discussion number three. This is an off-topic post by Kanan, titled CPR, and it is off-topic. It is not a Drum Corps-specific discussion, but I agree with Kanan that this is a, uh, a good discussion to have. So I'm going to read it now. This was posted on October 29th. I'm going to use some admin privilege and blatantly break the rules here and post something off-topic, but I suppose in a roundabout way it isn't really. We are all talking about health and well-being and the activity on a constant basis. This is a very physically demanding activity that we do, and cardiac arrest is not something totally outside the realms of possibility. What would you do if someone dropped in front of you? Would you know what to do? I won't go into detail, but yesterday, fate placed my family in a situation where we found ourselves having to administer CPR to a man. He literally dropped dead right in front of us while we were out to breakfast. What had happened was patently obvious, and there was no time to react. Seconds absolutely mattered, and we acted. 999, that's 911 over here, uh, for those who don't know, Kanan's over in the United Kingdom, was called immediately by my wife, and she was a rock star relaying information to them and to us from them. But the ambulance took, still took around 15 minutes to arrive, so we had no choice. My daughter was the first to administer compressions, followed by me. A defib, defib device was available, but un, unable to administer a shock. I simply do not have words to say how proud I am of my wife and daughter as they were absolute heroes today. We just found out that now, nearly 24 hours later, the man is still alive. He is very ill, but he is still alive with his kids by his side. If you have not been CPR trained, please, I absolutely beg you, go learn. If you have been trained, but it's been a long time, go refresh. Don't wait. Do it now. Learn about defib devices and know where they are and how to use them. Which does make me wonder, do Cord carry defibs on the road with them? I last trained nearly 30 years ago and thought I would never have to use those skills. Well, yesterday was never. Our last couple discussions are actually locked. So even though they're in the top five, they will be in the bottom of the top five and they will not grow any further. The first one is by Richard Lesher. The title is Recent Resigned SCV Board Treasurer, now BD Director at Large. And uh, the link is... Uh, he just posts a link uh, from the BOD page for BlueDevils.org and says the best of what SCV could be is always manifested at BD. And the other now locked thread, Bobby Knight dies at 83 by Too Much Coffee Man, that's the number two, 
And via the New York Times, Bobby Knight, one of the college basketball signature coaches and a singular personality re renowned for his tempestuous and hubris, qualities that helped him helped bring him to the pinnacle of a sport, but also tainted his success, died on Wendy, Wednesday at his home in Bloomington, Indiana. He was 83. Some of you might remember that he would take his teams to see drum corps like Starve Indiana practice and say, if you worked half as hard as they did, you'd be champions every year. Let's also remember that he threw a chair and choked somebody and basically was a complete jerk. So, sorry, but not really. We now move into the podcast portion of our show. The first one that was released during the between since the last of our podcast is the on the water break 50th episode this is a big deal for them 50 episodes is a great milestone and and uh, they're also celebrating their first year first season of the podcast this segment here as the uh, show hosts discussing what during what do they call their gushing goes uh, some of their favorite moments and reasons for doing on a water break so I'm going to go with the, the last episode when I was on, we were talking about DCI finals. It was not even 24 hours after Lucas Oil wrapped everything up and we were already together talking about our favorite shows from the past season. And now here we are again, doubling, tripling down on that. I think Winter Garden marching back <laughs> on top of all the great DCI shows from this year. Yeah. No, I mean, we love, we love marching band around here. Um, <laughs> it's our big project. Um, I, uh, kind of a thing i love that we get we get through all that and we also get like a really wide scope of things on this podcast too like we hammer down all this dci and wgi stuff that we're so passionate about but also get guests on to talk about parades also get guests on to talk about international show band competitions mm -hmm. and like a very wide um net to talk about the marching arts through our second podcast this week is the Aged Out Podcast. Uh, their latest episode, number 99, is a reaction video with Phantom Regiment battery arranger Matt Penland. And uh, they're reacting to the 2023 Phantom Regiment. Uh, during the episode, before they did the actual reaction, the uh, hosts talked to Matt about his journey to becoming the Phantom Arranger and uh, actually, in this segment, they talk about his uh, getting into his first arranging jobs in drum corps with both Guardians and Music City. I was lucky enough, it was actually through um, a co-worker in the Air Force Band that I knew. You know, a lot of people in the Air Force Band have connections or came up through marching, especially mm -hmm. through in the ceremonial band that I was starting in. And a French horn player had just retired and taught a lot of marching men in the area so we knew each other through that and he got the gig as the um core director at mcdc and he was like gonna move down there mm -hmm. and it was his second i think it was his second year gonna be the core director and he called me up and because he knew i did a lot of writing in the virginia northern virginia area and he like wanted a brand new face it was just really lucky that he was a friend of mine and he gave me that chance and that was like our first foray that same season actually i, I should not remiss not to mention that we also in 2009 started writing for 2019 started at guardians mm -hmm. and we had connection there through adam Crowback, who, who was the previous core director who was a friend of ours who marched at vanguard so kind of we got the open class and the kind of the lower level world class thing at the same time 
Our third and final podcast this week is the Jump Corps AF podcast, who released a mini-sode spilling some tea of what's been going on in the activity over the past few weeks and months. This particular tea features Fossil Chops um, talking about Richard Lesher, who is somebody I've already mentioned once in this podcast, as his one of his threads was one of the top discussion threads on DCP. I'll let Fossil tell you more about it. When a lot of this stuff kind of started coming down the pipeline, it was very concerning. And, you know, they sat out last year. And then over the last couple of months, there's been some stuff coming off and on. But Richard Lusher is just pissing me the fuck off. Like, I don't have have a phone for that guy in particular. But a lot of the stuff he's been coming out is just dramatic bullshit. And it's kind of like, uh... So let's explain to, if you don't know who this guy is, he's uh, their former um, treasurer, correct? Yeah, it sounds right. Yes, I believe he's their former treasurer, and he has taken their VMAPA website over. He warned them, I guess, that this website was up for sale, and they didn't take it, so he took it. So now he's posting stuff about them not being a nonprofit status. He's pretty much scaring us all, is what he's doing. Uh, yeah, and some of it, I think, is this inflammatory bullshit that he really, he's being a little bit, uh, the, the sky is falling, in a sense. but right. uh, uh, you know, some, yeah, he's not posting stuff that's inaccurate, but he's posting stuff that's it's a it's a little sliver of of a of a glimpse of what we're looking into the organization. And granted, the organization's right. not being transparent, and you know, frankly, VMA, VMAPA could be a lot more transparent. But right. uh, let's not let him dominate the conversation because it sounds to me like he's got a bone to pick uh, or an axe to grind or whatever. You pick your euphemism out of good right. shit. And uh, let, let's let's uh, take what he has to say with a grain of salt in some cases. We now move to our videos segment. And in this segment, we start off with our friends at Aged Out Reacts. Uh, this is the Aged Out podcast people. They recently posted a clip of the 2005 cadets in the lot that they reacted to. And um, they actually had some things to say about how these recordings were made quote-unquote, back in the day as a Paris, as opposed to now. This is something, I'll point this out real fast because you and I were talking about this as we were, we're like picking the two spots we wanted to watch of this video. They obviously, like nowadays, you'll have people where you see like full percussion ensemble videos, they'll put the mics in different spots and the video can get different angles, yet the audio is not affected by the angle of being off to the side. This, right. when this, I'm like 99% sure... When the camera is looking down the side of the snare line, that's where the audio is getting picked up from. Yeah, or like, mics on the... so if it sounds perfectly clean from, I, I think he goes to the side of the snare line here in a second. When that happens, they're that clean because it sounds good. Like the clean audio recorders. From the side. Whew, that's how you know you're balanced and dialed in. Our second video this week is from Drum Corps International and is another in a series of videos they've been putting out featuring clips from and interviews from the prelims Big Loud and Live broadcast in cinemas back in August. This particular clip features Trisha Shepard, sideline reporter for Drum Corps International, with the center snare for the Cavaliers who had just finished their first of three top performances of the week to win the Fred Sanford Trophy. That's right, I've got snare drummer Garrett Irwin with me, and of course, Cavies are known for a dominant battery, but wow, it had to feel great tonight to continue that 75-year tradition of excellence in the in the percussion arts. 
Oh, it did. Uh, definitely the most fulfilling star part about all this stuff is uh, the alumni response and seeing how we're making all them proud, like playing the same stuff they did. Uh, it's really fulfilling. It must be, and and technically really challenging what you guys are doing, but but it's showing. I mean, you're getting rewarded for for all that hard work you put in. Yes, man. I think. Um, I mean, the design of the show is just great. I think we're set up for success kind of in all aspects. And then the, just the work, the work ethic of the group and the staff really put it all together. You mentioned the, the alumni and what a tradition, the green machine. It's not something you're just in while you participate. You expect to be a part of this the rest of your life in a way, right? Oh, yeah. You're, you're not, you never will be or never were a Cavalier. You're just a Cavalier. Okay. Any advice for young aspiring musicians who might be watching tonight? Um, just don't give up. Like one, once upon a time, we were all exactly where you guys are right now. Um, you know, it's a, it's a long journey, but it's it's filling. Just don't stop working at it. If you want it, you'll get it. Congrats, Garrett, and to the Cavies for an amazing season so far. Thank you. Thank you so much. Our final video this week also comes from Drum Corps International, and this time features the Spartans. 2023 Open Class Champions and Prelims Participant in World Class as well. This interview is once again with Trisha Shepard and Spartans President P.G. LaFlemme. Let's take a listen. I'm here with P.G. LaFlemme, the President of Spartans, and what a season you've had. Now, I know the theme is surreal, but what's very real is that you guys were undefeated and did an amazing job. What were the factors that led to your success this year? Uh, it's just the, the unbelievable determination and commitment of our membership, as well as our staff. They've worked tirelessly to put this show together. Uh, we pulled off um, a six-week tour, um, which is something we had never done before. It's basically two weeks longer than we had ever been on the road. And our members rose to that challenge, um, worked hard every single day, and uh, the results speak for themselves. Absolutely. Okay, there's some talk now. People are curious. Why the decision to stick with open class and not jump to world? Well, uh, here at the Spartans, we believe in the open class. Uh, we believe the open class actually has uh, the keys to success for a lot of challenges in this activity in terms of when you start talking about uh, sustainability and affordability. Um, I think if done correctly, the, the open class can give the exact same experience that a world-class core can have the same types of results, which we are seeing here tonight, and, um, and do it for less money. So I, I think that it, it opens up uh, the activity to a lot of uh, people that might not be able to do it otherwise. Well said. Well, congratulations to you and the Corps on just a fantastic season and a really innovative, amazing show. Oh, thank you so much. It was a lot of fun. And that will complete Episode 5 of the Drum Corps Planet Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us. A reminder, if you have any news you would like to submit to Drum Corps Planet, please send it to press at dcpnews.com. Any commentary you'd like to send to Drum Corps Planet, please send to editor at dcpnews.com. And any voicemails you'd like to leave, please call 330-249-1956. The Drum Corps Planet Podcast is recorded, produced, and edited by me, Kevin Gammon, the Managing News Editor of Drum Corps Planet, the only independent news and discussion site on the internet for the Drum Corps activity. We will see you next week, so thanks for joining. Bye-bye.